Hello, listeners. I'm Mary Whitehouse. I understand there are a lot of complaints about the last podcast called The Village Idiots and some of the gutter language and profanity that was featured in it. Shame! 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 I am delighted to say that the cast members of Staggering Stories have taken your comments on board, and as a result, there will be no rude words. Such as? Ooh, let me think. Such as... Soupy Noob Jockey, Burger, and a Belgium. And no more naughty words. So if anyone doesn't like it, they can piss off. <laughs> Holy flarkin' snit. Welcome, and after that stream of invective, I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I! But she's not here, so I'm just Keith. Ah. Normal service is resumed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Next week there will be fake Keith, and I'll probably be somewhere yep. having an evening meeting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. <laughs> and I think See, that's scandalous. what it is like, us poor working women, <laughs> us <laughs> slaving away. <laughs> <laughs> what dinner on me table? Where's me money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, without further ado, rummaging through the smelly gym kit, we pull out the jockstrap of information called The News with El Presidente. Presidente, Presidente, Presidente. <laughs> Viva! <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Doctor News. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, more awards, yet, yet more awards. I thought you said more awards. Warts. Yeah, more warts. <laughs> <A> warp. <laughs> it's award season and Doctor is putting them in. Woohoo. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Doctor has been awarded the best TV programme of the British Fancy Awards. The best programme beat Battlestar Galactica, Being mm. Human, mm. Lost, Ooh. Tortured, Children of Earth, mm. and wins the award for the second year running. I'm not sure, but I suspect this is for last year. Probably the specials. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the '09 season. I can yeah. see the specials yeah. up against um, Children of Earth this season. <laughs> even even if you love Matt Smith and all the rest of it, <laughs> let's face it, Children of Earth was a fairly special piece of TV. I think it would have gone a long way to have beaten that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. The specials the weren't specials, all that special. I don't think nah. for the most part. There's only one of them maybe that would have beaten Children of Earth for me. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Anyway, Rob Shearman, writer of the Doctor Who story Dalek, <laughs> accepted the award on behalf of former showrunner Russell T. Davies, so it definitely was for the yeah. yeah. former regime, at a ceremony held at a fancy con 2010. Ooh. Also, Doctor Who is one of 33 nominees, 33 nominees, Ooh, that's a lot. Best Drama Category in the 2011 National Television Awards. Along with Moffat's other baby, Sherlock. Oh. That's obviously for the new season. I suspect that's uh, in for a good chance of winning some awards because yeah. oh, it was very really critically yeah, acclaimed. Also, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Matt Smith and Karen Gillan also both nominated for Best Drama Performance, <laughs> along with 48 others. Wow. Mm, Voting is now open until Monday, 11th October. Uh, no doubt there'll be a link we're putting in the show notes. Yep. 
and it will be announced on ITV1 in January. And Doctor has won the last five awards for best drama. <laughs> no pressure there. No yeah. pressure there. Yeah. Can I ask, El Presidente, yeah. are you getting a little machine set up with the dial tone straight through to vote for Karen Gilliam on permanent link now until the awards are actually nominated? Oh, yeah, I've taken over an entire exchange. Five, 500 towns every yeah. second. <laughs> vote, vote, vote. Vote, 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 vote. Good right. stuff. Be interested to see how the new series Yeah, does. turns out. Mm. Yeah, it does. Okay, more Doctor Who news now. Ooh. Even more. Yep. Uh, more adventure games coming soonish. Soonish. Hey. soonish. <laughs> the BBC, the BBC, <laughs> have recommissioned the adventure games. I'm sorry, I still keep thinking of, <laughs> yeah. of the one that used to be on BBC. Gonga, Gonda, Ragnar. Sorry. The adventure games for a second series for release next year. The BBC head of multi-platform envision. Okay. That's a bit of a mouthful, yeah. isn't it? Multi-platform envision. Yeah, multi-platform envision. <laughs> Simon Nielsen. Nelson. Sorry, Nelson. I'll keep thinking. Um, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie mm. Nielsen. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, told MCV. Given the success of the first series, we'd be daft not to recommission. But it's not just about the numbers. The feedback we've had has been overwhelmingly positive. Mm. Our audience has been introduced to a new form of drama, and, for many, these have been the first computer games they have downloaded. Legally. We- <laughs> <laughs> we've set new standards in audience participation, and we think we've really helped push the concept of families actively playing together. <laughs> <laughs> Again, legally. Uh, uh, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Dun, 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 dun. I can't wait to see what the team does next. <laughs> well, indeed. <laughs> Can I just point out... Real Keith, mm-hmm. that there is a whole section of our listeners that will not have a clue what the adventure game oh, I was. Know that. That I it know that. finished before they were born just that. to make <laughs> you feel yeah. old. That, that, I vaguely remember it. That is something we can do for a 30 recommendation later on. Yeah. You know, because it, I think the last the last adventure game was probably back in 82 or 81, something. 81, 82. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So I apologise if I'm talking nonsense, but I usually talk utter nonsense. That's good news. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's got to hope they improve, they learn the lessons. Well, yeah, I think really the at the crop we've had, the three we've had so far, the only one that I feel really let down is the latest one, the TARDIS one. But besides yeah. that, I think for what it is, what it is, it's, it's a, a good free game that we're not paying any money except for license fee. A free game that we're not paying any money. To. Well, in this country, we're not. In, in this country, abroad, they but, are yeah, payment, and yeah. it's not not that expensive, I suppose, but. Yeah, but they don't pay the licence fees, They, they don't. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Sarah Jane Smith is back for more. Ooh, Ooh, hey. Who is she? Snarf, At her snarf. age, too. <laughs> 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 um. Stop it. Mm, nice. Think Mary Whitehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the Sarah Jane Adventures will return to BBC Television on Monday, the 11th of October, 2010. Ooh. They will. Nearly the now. series will be shown... Two episodes a week, mm-hmm. comprising of one story. Mm-hmm. So, part one and part two, Indeed. for those of you who haven't figured that one out. <laughs> With episodes first being shown on CBBCs on Monday and Tuesdays before being repeated on BBC One on Thursday and Friday. Mm. So, if you really like it the first time, you can watch it the second time. If you get CBBC, which is a yes. dish learning mm-hmm. channel. Yes. Based on the schedule, the third story, Death 
of the Doctor. Dun, 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 dun. Should air during the week of the 25th of October 2010. Mm. Well, that's one featuring I, Matt Smith. Yeah, I think mm. I'm going to be at work when these are on, so I'll catch them when I play. Mm, yeah, yeah, I play or mm. video. Yeah. Video. video, video, we've been able to record stuff for TV about 30 years now, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> More. Anyway. Gramophone. <laughs> video. Anyway, Beckinsale and Straczynski involved with Underworld 4. I'm glad you had this one to <laughs> me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Your lip action. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Straczynski. Straczynski. After skipping out on Underworld 3... They sure was in it, kind of, as a flashback. Kate Beckinsale has signed up to start as Cellini once again for a bit of vampire and wet... Versus! Versus! You've got a gutter, mine! <laughs> vampire versus werewolf action in Underworld 4. Mm. The original script for film Underworld 4 is by John Halvin, who is now having rewrites done by none other than Babylon 5 maestro J. Michael Straczynski. Yeah. The story apparently adds this character of Selina's daughter into the mix. So it will clearly be a sequel and not a prequel like Underworld 3. Production is set to start in March of 2011 in Vancouver. Yeah. Okay, I'm showing my ignorance here. I haven't seen any of the Underworld films or TV series or whatever they I've are. I've seen one of the Underworld I films. I've seen the first films? two. Uh, I yeah. think I've, I've seen the first one. The first yeah. one. Are they horror Wait. movies? or uh, uh, It's meant more, to be a horror movie, but more it's more action, action yeah. adventure, mm. bubblegum yeah. movie. Disengage your brain when you watch it. And it's yeah. very enjoyable. It's you know, popcorn for the brain. Yeah. yeah, it's vampires versus werewolves, yeah. as it says, basically. And, mm. and before you start moaning, it did start before the latest vampire craze you did so yeah, it's is... it's it's fault that the vampire yeah yeah it, it may have been one of the this uh this and buffy the vampire slayer was one of the things that sort of kicked off the yeah. vampire tr- latest well, vampire trend while we're all on things while we're all on things fangy um <laughs> oh yeah sharp teeth attack of the were rabbits no, apparently, um, well, True Blood is yes, well, recently starting its uh, second season on terrestrial Ooh, TV. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. mm. Buffy with boobies. Yes, yeah. Bu- Buffy with bonking, yes. <laughs> and um, Vampire Diaries is back on um, ITV2. And I think it's um, October the 5th, I think. Mm. Yeah. The season of Being Human should be starting mm. soon as well. Yeah, they've recently done... Um, they finished filming yes, I'm not sure. I, th- I don't know if they've finished filming. I know they've done an article about it in the latest SFX. Yeah. Yeah, so, which I've just got hold of and I'm feverishly reading it with sweaty palms. So now the okay. nights are drawing in and it is yeah. dark. All mm. the vampires and werewolves are coming out onto the TVs. Yep. Mm. yep. Well, it's the awesome. All the TV comes back mm. yep. after the drought of summer. <laughs> yeah. Aye. Oh, and we should also mention that Ooh, two of that, us. Is this an addendum? Because it is. Uh, two of us here will be going to see Doc 2 live. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> are you excited, Keith? <laughs> the night of October again. I think so, yeah. Mm. The evening performance on Saturday. The so, so on, is that Friday or Saturday? Saturday at uh, Wembley Arena. Yes. Yes. And we're going with James from the Doc 2 podcast. Uh-huh. So if you're there, look out for us. Yeah. Mm. There is a part of me that can't help thinking that how much they milk this programme these days for everything they yeah. can yeah. Why shouldn't outside they? of yeah. it being screened. <laughs> it's so popular. 
Yeah. Now's the time to milk it. Yeah. The only thing we ever had... Someday it will wane again. Yeah, we had had the ultimate adventure stage play, and I think that was about it. And that was in the middle of the drought period. Yeah, 89, 90? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. 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 The end of the, the series. Oh, and we had the, the, the exhibitions. That was about it. Longleat and Blackpool. Mm. Well, one yeah. point in time, and we Brighton. only had Longleat. Because Black, Blackpool went the way of all organic yeah. matter. Yeah. Down so the did Longleat a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Blimey. This is our bat house. Hmm? Yes. Mm. The one at Longleat. The last time. I think the Daleks and the Cybermen um, illuminations are still up at yeah, Blackpool. I wouldn't bad. like to swear to it. But okay. the, 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 sta- the um, static tableau. Yeah. At the other end from yeah. the the big fun fair park, yeah. I think mm-hmm. they're still there, okay. and they've got to be there since I was five. Seems so there's some <laughs> photographs of me aged about five standing wow. in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> Do we have any addendums? Addendums. Clang. I tell you that's a no. Clang. <laughs> I, I, I'm addendum dead out. No, I can't think of an addendum. Dum dum. Dum dum. Addendum. Addendum. Right. Okay. Well, just to say, Tron Legacy will be hitting British cinema screens on December the seventeenth. I take it you will be going to do a review. Yes. He's camping out now. We've all been watching a DVD, haven't we, listeners? Oh. No, we've been enduring a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad, I guess. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> they have done better. Well, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Silver Nemesis. Doctor Who. The 25th anniversary special. Mm-hmm, well, yes. not very special, is it, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's where we start. I yeah. think it goes from there. That's the problem with this. They they came at it trying to do something special for the 25th anniversary story. Yeah. And then they bottled it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. They backed down. I think one silver nemesis, from one of my ideas, suffers a problem that, um, I don't know, the last couple of... Uh, Batman films suffered from the last Spider-Man George Clooney? film. Mm-hmm. No, too, too many <laughs> villains. Attack of the George Clooney's. <laughs> yeah. Far too many villains. Uh, we got, what is it? We got Lady Painful, mm, Nazis, yes. and the Cybermen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the original script did not have the Cybermen. Yeah. Mm. And they were added in yeah. as a uh, third element yeah. to well, an already as, busy as an script. Mm. Yeah, because you had Silver. They had to get Silver in for the Silver Jubilee, mm, yeah. hence the Silver Nemesis. Yeah. And then someone sat there and thought, oh. It's a silver. What aliens or yeah. adversaries do mm-hmm. we have that are silver? Oh, let's include the Cybermen. Yeah. Gosh, Cybermen are silver. Yeah, we'll stick them in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was well, disappointed at the time. This yeah. yeah. Looking back at it sort of now, thro- throwing a lot of so things bad. into the mix and see well, what rises yeah. to the surface. Also, they had done the basic thrust of this plot much more effectively. Two or, two or three episodes ago in remembrance of the Daleks. It is mm. bizarre. Mm. Yeah, it's basically the same story, and it's much more effective in remembrance. Mm. Well, that's it. Um, oh, coming back for what's it, the uh, Hand of Omega. Yeah. Well, you've got Hand of Omega, you've got mm. the Nemesis statue, mm, which is yeah. Time Lord technology. Mm. 
groups yeah. fighting over it. Yeah. Yeah, various factions fighting over it. Yeah. Is it my imagination, or do they make a lot of really, really nasty things, this groups of Time Lords, <laughs> that they then lose control <laughs> of? Yeah. <laughs> Leave. Oh, look, let's make something that will ultimately destroy the universe and leave it lying under the well, mat somewhere. No, no, it's, it's a case. <laughs> well, yeah. Not so much that they're trying to shove it to the back of their sock drawer. And I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's <laughs> like that. I mean, it's, the hand of the, it's like the hand of a maker. You place it. No, I'm sure I left it on that table. Yeah. Where the hell is it? <laughs> I did generally like, the doctors with Nicky him. Yeah, yeah. I did like on this one though that there, there was the kind of hint that he was one of the people that worked on the, the living metal that yeah. was the silver. Yeah. This was what the point at which they were trying to develop the character as the doctor was slightly more than something just else. the time. Also, yeah. it mm. is not watching it at the time, and I'm not sure if this was deliberately done or re- a retconned accident that they tried to make better. But it's another step in Aces. Evolution. Arc. Evolution. Right. Because uh, I think in uh, Curse of Fenric, yep. he refers back to the chess pieces in Lady Painfort's study. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which Fenric was meant to have put there or, or mm. sneaked in there. So I think it was probably retconned and it yeah. was exceedingly subtle, but it's another part of Ace's arc. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't bear any relation to Ace in this particular story. No. But the... Yeah, the outcome of it does. Yeah. The writer, I don't know if you've seen the special yeah. features on this yeah. particular disc, but the writer had it in his mind that the backstory of the Doctor is that the Doctor is God. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That was his excuse. Yeah. Yeah. This was his first story. Oh, right. Yeah, mm. and only story, I think, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. I did like the guest appearance by Courtney Pine oh. and the Courtney Pine oh, yes. That is That was very mm. effective. That was it, Again, it shows... How can I put one of the Doctor's many... Favourite hobbies. He likes good music or good food or good something. And I remember which version he is. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that actually making the BBC news as well when it was really? announced. It, oh, yeah. it was quite because Courtney. Um, whilst a lot of our listeners will not have heard of Courtney Pine um, because he, you don't hear of him much anymore, but he was and he still is a very good jazz yeah. musician, saxophonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was that point at which. You know, he was having his moment in the sun, and yeah, it actually yeah. made the six o'clock That's news that Courtney <laughs> Pine was going to guest star in the um, Doctor Who. It's another yeah, bit of one stunt t- casting, mm, isn't it? Yeah. In a way, at one time, so was Prince Edward. He was supposed to appear in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this yeah. one, we were, we were meant to have a, a member of royalty appear. Mm, yeah, the... but they just had a backshot of somebody who was supposed to be the Queen. Yeah, mm. yeah, with corgis, mm, with corgis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> to drive home that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> th- th- apart from the nice bit of sitting there. Remember it, the last scenes of what is now the O2 building because yeah. it was all filmed on the gasworks yeah, at the, the peninsula. Yeah. Um, and they were actually about to demolish the buildings, which is why mm. they were allowed to do lots of explosions ah. because not so long after Silver Nemesis was mm. filmed, um, they started clearing, which makes me laugh since they were filming on it, clearing the polluted ground before they actually started building yeah. the O2, well, as it was then, the Millennium, well, the Millennium Dome. Dome. Yeah. 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 Um, it was really strange watching this that jarred on me the most watching it now was the really, really bad special effects of the yes. spaceship flying. Yeah. And yeah. it was bad in comparison to the special effects at the time. Yeah. You know, you look at stuff like City of Death and that, and the special mm. effects, the CGI, was so much better than mm. that spaceship. 
Yeah. And the music, the music really seemed to jar it. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe we, I'm used to the more sophisticated melodies of Murray the full, Gold. The full orchestra. The full orchestra, mm, yes. you know. But I don't know, even then comparing it with some of the stuff that's around at its own time, Remembrance of the Daleks, or whichever religious aspect of the Daleks it was mm, that was yeah. about to <laughs> This sounded really kind of like jarring. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I mean, well, on the subject of that, I mean, especially sort of episodes like um, Logopolis and Castrovalva and stuff like that, the background music I found was very twee, for want of a better term. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I really got the feeling with this, it, it was kind of like a nothing story. You know, mm-hmm. you've got this hunk of living metal that falls to earth because he put it on the wrong trajectory. You've got someone who suddenly can time travel drinking a potion and using yep. black magic. To which, which, with the help of the arrow. Yeah, well, but, yes, the arrow, yes. yeah. But to which I did like that they suddenly appear in their front room. Which is now a tea house. Which is yeah, now a tea t- house, yeah. And nobody reacts. No. A little bit of reaction, but... Yeah, it was all a couple of inquisitors yeah. look. Oh, oh dear, oh, what a shame. Gosh, this is terribly British. Oh. <laughs> the, the whole thing with the... Nazis' na- wedding. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole thing with the Nazis, OK, he had an arrow, but there was there was no real explanation as to how they knew about yeah. this secret weapon no. and why they were... Mm. It was almost like, oh, well, well let, let's throw in some sort of, like, pseudo-Nazis, and it's like... <laughs> yeah. You could have lost them and... Not have damaged the plot. From the, uh, from the I'm, 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 yeah. I'm mistaken in thinking it was three episode. It was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. one wonders how much was hacked out. Mm. You know how much mm. had to be removed to get it. Like um, like Ghostlight. Apparently they filmed it, wrote enough for uh, for about six episodes. Filmed enough for four episodes, but it was only a three episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. You've got the scene inside the um, tomb with the silver nemesis. Yes. And mm. you've got the Nazi guy. Yes. In one scene he's got a set of uh, Cybermen earphones. Yeah. The next yes. scene the Cybermen earphones are gone and he hasn't been cyber- yeah, cybertized. That, like, like I said, that is one of the bits that have been cut out. I, yeah. I get the feeling that it was a proper form part episode mm. and they may have even filmed that yeah, but it went from being cybertized to don sighted it yeah, was yeah. so obvious yeah, yeah. that's pretty blatant it's really big cans yeah. of earphones yeah. yeah that clearly is a plot thread which was lost <laughs> yeah. somewhere at some mm. point yeah. that's on the, the thing when floor. you cut things out sometimes it does bugger up continuity <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it just felt like it, it was a it was a story that went nowhere yeah yeah it didn't for, for for an anniversary show, and it was billed as an anniversary show, and considering all the slight tip of the hats, i.e. all the people who appeared in the crowd scenes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, Nick yes. Courtney and mm-hmm. various yeah. directors. And yeah, and so you could definitely see Nick Courtney from the back with his flat cap. Yeah, you can yeah. tell Nick Courtney. Yeah, yeah. but, <laughs> you know... You you would have thought they would have given it a far episode uh, and made more, more of it. it. I think one of the things that annoyed me as well with it, to an extent, with the Cybermen by this point, is she's shooting them with the gold yeah. tip arrow. Mm, yeah. They are not allergic to gold. It has to be a non-corrosive metal, which gold is, in a kind of very fine state that yeah. then blocks mm. up their breathing mm. apparatus so, yeah. not just a gold arrow tip piercing the shell yeah. they're not allergic no, to the, it the, it's gonna... point, the, the gold situation <laughs> yeah. had been taken to a silly almost same reaction to vampire and crosses yeah, yeah. it was really kind of like you know crying out loud if you missed the point of how the side yeah. I'm just so glad that the Cybermen don't die that easily anymore <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I have a problem with the gold situation they 
they are, are mechanical men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can accept the gold for um, the cyber war and revenge of the Cybermen. It doesn't yeah. have to be gold, though. It's just a no, non-corrosive I'm just saying an mm. example. Now, before that, they were susceptible to gravity. Everyone is. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were susceptible to radiation. Those, fa- those yep. factors get, got cancelled out when they improved themselves. Why didn't yeah. they improve themselves to counteract the gold, gold yeah. Yeah, mm. and you know yeah. so, so these next brain of cybermen would have um, assimilated absorbed or un, you know designed something to counteract it but yeah i'm sure i'm sure the when we return to the mondas cybermen in new who yeah they will have done yeah yeah, mm. yeah. the other but thing it, is it's 20 just, years too late yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid we knew why she was after the statue because she knew what it was yeah Yep. In theory, the Third Reich, or whoever they were, were after her to have power and glory, mm, and obviously well, somehow or other knew about the statue. Mm-hmm. How did the Cybermen know about it, and why were they after it? Did they want it as a living metal to become an improved Cybermen? Or there, mm, there, was no, there was no reason given there, to there why no, they were no, after it. There were no reasons no. given. The, the actions of the cyber leader at the end, you're assuming he's heard the legends of the Time Lord and this is a piece of legendary Time Lord technology, but it does ask the question why logical beings are believing in something that is yeah. obviously fantastical. Mm. Mm. They, they think it's a super weapon, don't yeah. they? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it is, but it's never very clear mm. how it was a super weapon. It just a bit of living metal, mm. like a T-1000 or something. Because at the end of it, she blows up the cyber fleet and you you don't know how. Mm. Does she combust yeah. and reform or something? It, it, yeah. They just blow up. Mm. That's it. No. And then it, well, they they blow up again. it started a chain reaction throughout the cyber fleet or yeah. something like that. So. And then we go back to the fact that it was the Doctor who set up the plot to trap the Cybermen mm. all the time. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Fez made an appearance. Oh, yes. He did, you're right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fez. Yeah. <laughs> Worn by both the Doctor and by Ace. Mm, yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I would also like to point out that I think it only appeared in the deleted scenes, but the portrait of Ace that hung on and in the crinoline that hung was meant to be hanging on one of the walls oh right I didn't see oh, the I didn't notice one. that no. No, no it was it was on one of the deleted scenes an extended ah, scene ah ok I haven't uh, watched those yet yeah so, and it, it was a matter of time it was cut out but yeah. you've got a, a portrait of Ace standing there in uh, Edwardian crinoline with a mm-hmm. hat holding a rose and she's mentioned she doesn't know where that painting's come from because the, as the doctor said it hasn't happened yet ok mm. 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 don't see that we went to, I think it was about a week after it aired, we mm-hmm. had me and uh, fake Keith yep. went down to uh, Arundel, where they actually filmed it. Okay, yep. Mm. And apparently they had left that painting behind, hanging <laughs> really? on the wall. And the, um, uh, the tour guide had to make up a story. When one, one of the tourists <laughs> said, oh, who's that? They made up a story that actually it's one of the Duke of uh, Arundel's mistress mm. <laughs> just make you wonder about all the stories they tell you yeah yeah, yeah. mind you speaking about that um when myself and uh, fake crumbly were on holiday last year we went to this place this big sort of stately home called uh caution court yeah portraits and paintings on every single sort of square inch of every wall in that place and she said what would you do if you went into a stately home and you saw a picture of yourself wearing um elizabethan garb in a painting and he's like, <laughs> Personally, have a blood test and claim legency and first yeah, line yeah. to the uh, <laughs> take the money, the yeah. 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 money, <laughs> money. <laughs> or ask yourself how the bloody hell did I get back to the seventeenth century? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, mm. <laughs> happens every time. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> third time this week. There was um, there was a bit of pretentiousness in there, which was out of place as well with Silver. I have no problems with throwaway lines. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> 
that if you <laughs> don't know what they mean, make no difference to the mm. plot. But the immortal line about them be the be- is that a bear I hear? Yes. Mm. Let's, which is a heart back to Shakespeare's Winter Tale, one of the most famous scene endings, which is mm-hmm. exit f- pursued by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's a bit pretentious, because I'm sitting there thinking, why, why, yeah. why, why, the bear, what, what's this got to do with the plot? And then Just an in-joke, it, yeah. it's sort yeah, of it's like, in-joke, yeah. and I have no problems with in-jokes. If either you don't get them, but it doesn't jar and you don't sit there thinking, uh, there obviously was something there. <laughs> or it's it's such an obvious one that it actually follows the but this this was like it jarred mm. somehow yeah. in it. Oh. It was almost like I'm I'm no, I'm I'm into theatre and famous oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh honestly But it wasn't done subtly. Going, going off on a slight tangent, um speaking of William Shakespeare and such, if you want to see a very good animation featuring William Shakespeare, um there's a very good animation by Ardman Animations. Oh. It's called Next, the actual um, yeah, sort of scene. And it's uh, William Shakespeare doing a screen test. What? <laughs> 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 it is absolutely amazing. The animation is absolutely amazing. He literally acts out all the titles of all his plays. I'll take this as oh. a YouTube. Um, I think it's probably on, it's probably on YouTube. So. On YouTube yeah. mm-hmm. Anyway. Back um, to Silver Nemesis. <laughs> one, one of the things that did actually jar with me, and I know it was a plot point and it was mentioned by the Cybermen, but the madness of Lady Painfort. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they expected her they to go mad. They expected her to go yeah, mad. she didn't. Yeah. yeah, well... When she sees All things will be mine. It just... Yeah. It, it just the, the like acting pantomime villain. Yeah, the yeah. acting, the logical reasoning there just again it, I think there's something missing. Something and was cut out the story to explain that why she suddenly turned. Yeah. 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 See, I love yeah. David Banks. I, I, you, yes. You, yeah, David I Banks is a lovely chap, he really is. <laughs> but I have to say, as cyber leader, it did start to get all very emotional for a yeah. cyber yeah. leader. Yeah. yeah, and that's for Lady Painful's um, assistant henchman, call him what you will. Yeah. Cold bloodedly kills that. Um, well, whether he's an alchemist or something like yeah. that when he's playing chess, mm-hmm. and yeah, at the end of uh, at the end of the episodes, he says, "Oh, can I can I hitch lift back to sort of fifteen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes from being this sort of like I have a long career mm. history as a yeah. thug villain, yeah. etc. To I'm really a nice I'm guy. Really nice person. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> personally, I'm sorry, but I liked Richard. I think he was, oh, one, of, well. he was one of the standout characters mm. in this. He, he was very well played. He would, he would have been mm. uh, he would have been an excellent companion. I think, oh, so, I in think, the lines of Jamie. I think he yeah. was one of the best actors. Yeah. in yeah, yeah. He, he did play it slightly comically. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah, it worked out of time. Well, I mean, I mean that's yeah. that's the whole point. As they were saying in the act, the commentary. Sorry, the commentary mm-hmm. with the writer. Yeah. Uh, Corsi would have been a murderer and killed people. Virtually everyone there carries a knife, and it's been expected. It's a, mm-hmm. there's a ruthless time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the if he would have been allowed to do what he wanted to do, then those two skinheads wouldn't have existed. Oh, that's w- right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They. That was very weird as well. Yeah, what was they, that had, yeah they had to, um, you know, show them being retribution. Mm. They had to keep them alive. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, su- uh, I suppose the argument could be with them that yeah, at the beginning he is, you know, a villain and all the rest of it, but then being dragged out of your time across the universe yeah. to a point in the future with cars, etc. shakes you up a little bit because yeah, there's one point where yeah. he's going and, and I'll pay back so and so and I'll be on his knees yes that was yeah. a beautiful scene that actually yeah. even when I watched it again made me laugh yes <laughs> 
So there are a few redeeming features. There are a few. <laughs> not a lot, but there are a few redeeming features yeah. in it. I mean, it, it could have been a lot better than what it was. I am mm. pleased at one point uh, when the Cybermen first showed up and you had the ground battle. Yeah. My first reaction was, oh, God, they're going to be taken out by bullets again. But yeah. you had that massive, great big uh, little fight scene, which was very good and very mm. well oh, done. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. What's the old expression? Nice story, shame about the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently they had great trouble filling this slot. Yeah. They just didn't have anything for the anniversary <laughs> episode, the anniversary yeah. story. And this came in quite late. Yeah. And it does feel like it. Yes. Mm. It, do, it does feel that it's cobbled together. Yeah. So it's, they're sitting at the back of the classroom, the glue and the glitter and the countdowns going, <laughs> they're trying to make something. Yeah, but then every anniversary story, if we count this one, which I'm not sure I really do, yeah. but they're yeah. all pretty bad, really. It's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Well, they're fun. Yeah. Some but... of them are more fun than others, but yeah, on, on the whole, they're pretty... They're pretty mm. ropey. It's funny, yeah. I Frothy. remember when it went out that I liked the bit with Courtney Pine... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually remember when it was transmitted being very underawed yeah. by this as, yeah, a, as a Silver too. Jubilee yeah. one. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I was a great Sideman fan. And, oh, I, uh, and yes. I thought they really were treated quite poorly yeah. in the story. Mm. Yeah. yeah. With the cricket gloves. Oh, yes. <laughs> They'd look better in retrospect than I remember. I remember hating yeah. the new chrome look and the <laughs> cricket gloves. But on DVD, they don't look too bad now. No, it does one, look quite convincing, actually. There is one point of, of irony. One point of irony. I think uh, a couple of years ago, they yep. had the uh, Bonham auctions. Oh, yes. Yep. And they bought out one of the um, Silver Nemesis Sidemen for auction. Yep. And the silver has now tarnished to gold. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that is a major master stroke of irony, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gold Cyberman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but on the whole, would we recommend someone to watch it? Um, I would recommend that they watch it, but don't get too excited about it. Yeah. You know, uh, tell them that it's inform them of the bad side so they go in expecting the worst that way it might be quite good so not necessarily yeah. rush out and pay £17.99 no. wait nine mm. months and pick yeah. it up for 6 99 yeah. on mm. play or somewhere yeah. like yeah. that watch it. my recommendation <laughs> is watch it by all means but preferably watch somebody else's copy, copy. or wait until it comes down to bargain basement it's a bit of a shame they didn't do yeah. the extended cut on the DVD yeah. they yeah. did in the VHS release and what, yeah, what I find disappointing as well is they didn't include the document Documentary on it, which uh, they did do on the VHS. On the, on the VHS. Uh, I have mm. to say, I was very disappointed by the extras on this, yeah. the, or rather, you know, the lack of extras. Yeah. There's a 20 minute bonus extended scenes in an interview. Yeah. It, and yeah. I, rem- I started watching the interview, and apart from going, oh my God, was JT that young? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was kind of like not that interesting yeah. some of them are quite interesting but I I really was disappointed by the extras on this yeah, so on, if I remember rightly on the video release mm-hmm. the extras included an American documentary that was made about the making of this uh, I they couldn't clear it mm. yeah. either that or they're waiting for the remastered versions with oh, the extras out now. Yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> I, yeah. anyway I think we've waffled on long enough about I this I think we probably have yes Oh, my opinion is, I mean, it's an enjoyable episode, but don't expect too much from no, it. No. no. I mean, <laughs> it was baby sham, you know, sort of yeah. the, oh, it was light and frothy and bubbly, sort of, as I say, sort of like baby sham when you should have expecting, been expecting black rat cider. Yeah. Mm. In my opinion, there are some classics in this season, mm-hmm. and there are some very bad ones in this season, and this one is neither. 
It's, no. No. It has its good points, but it has a lot of bad mm, points. Space so. filler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I have to say, someone did actually compare it, and I think unfavourably, to Warriors on the Cheap. <laughs> and I said, no, I, I think the Horns of Nymon is better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't think it's as bad as Warriors well, on the as, Cheap. As, <laughs> no, no, I think it's probably worse. As I've said before, Warriors on the Cheap, on paper, look spectacular. Yeah. With the budget, would look spectacular. <laughs> I don't think the story's here in this one. No, no. It, it, yeah, as we said, it's too much of a mess. Yeah. 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 But it does mean it's very fast-paced. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, they are. Mm-hmm. But... Don't expect logical reasoning. Mm. No. <laughs> so watch it, but watch someone else's copy. Yep. Yeah, borrow somebody else's copy before buying your own. Anyway, it's cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. I'm all alone. More or less. That means one thing. Is it six months already? I think it's six months. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I think it's seven. Uh, <laughs> it has come up. <laughs> it's Red Dwarf. Yep. Red Dwarf 4, in fact. Yes. Mm, finally, we got to Red Dwarf finally. 4. Yay! We have dragged our body towards Red Dwarf 4. Um, they transmission them quicker than we're actually reviewing them. Yeah. Uh, on the whole, I think we're in the middle of the... the golden Age. Golden Age, yeah. It's yeah. Season 3, Season 4, Season 5. There, there isn't really what I could point to as a bad story or bad episode amongst it okay well we'll come to season five no I, no i'm, I'm in talking six months time i'm, I'm talking <laughs> season four. Oh, season four yeah, yeah. season f- the, the golden age in my opinion the golden age was season three season four season five yeah yeah I and agree. season four there isn't really a duff bum or, or bad episode amongst it they're all very funny they are good very high production values yep and very good stories yeah yeah, all of them. Definitely, this is Grant Naylor, Doug Naylor, Rob Grant. Mm, yeah, that's it. Yep. at their peak. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they are on fire at the moment. I'm not quite so convinced about Camille and some of the others. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's not oh, choice to start off with that. Well, I think uh, that one was but, the, that was the gimmick because it went. It was broadcast on Valentine's Day. Mm. Oh, was it when it mm, went out? It, it, was yeah. 14, yeah. You're right. It's 14th of February, February, 1991, yeah. and yeah. you couldn't imagine yeah. a more sort of unlikely love affair than sort of yeah. you know, no. Triton and a, a pleasure girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's also like um, socket. It's also the various reactions <laughs> oh, to a attachment. Yeah. <laughs> the various reactions to the uh, the pleasure girl. So right, yeah. uh, we better save human race. Do you mind if I just pop on my spider pajama and pajamas? Yeah, <laughs> it's very funny, good mm. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. also it, it's very within character and price but cat's reaction to the pleasure <laughs> that, that was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> Another cat. Yeah, yeah. exactly the same. He's so in love with himself. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. 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 yeah think really it wasn't even a female no, cat, it no, was no, a him it was cat. cat. Yeah. It was him. <laughs> I thought the ending was a bit too... 
No, the, 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 ending, the ending, to a certain extent, was Casablanca. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, as I say, yes, I say yes, well, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. yeah. Yes, um, you know, the female pleasure girl is going off into this, well, I wouldn't say the sunset as such. I mean, yeah. But yeah, the, it wasn't funny for me. I have since seen Casablanca. Mm, yeah. yeah. hadn't back then. But even having seen it, I get the reference, it doesn't make it funny. No. No, I, I think maybe with that one they had a problem with ending it. And, yeah. But even so, there was still some quotable dialogue out of this. You know. Oh, yeah. What is it? It's a... Mm, it's a... Mm. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, shmee he. Yeah. No, shmee. It's a banana. No, it's an orange. Say it's an orange. <laughs> yeah. I like lying, sir. <laughs> <laughs> It's, a, it's an off-duty Hungarian traffic board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole of this, I mean, just go on Wikipedia and mm. pick out quotes. Oh, There's oh, yeah. masterful quotes in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Then we had DNA. I remember this one from yeah. being transmitted, especially the, uh, the yeah. curry monster. Yes. Oh, the curry <laughs> monster. Yeah, it's funny that, I mean, they're being pursued by the curry monster, and all you can hear in the background is this sort of sitar music. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little intro. And um, there's one brilliant bit where you've got Crichton trying to be in front and behind Rimmer at the same time. Because <laughs> yeah. one version, it's the guy in front who gets it, but I'm always sure that it's the guy behind I'm... who gets picked mm. off. Yeah. <laughs> so can you take the front and the behind? Nice idea, but of course it mm. means that Rimmer is at the front and the behind. <laughs> yeah, as yeah as... at one point in time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's very funny. But yeah, the action of him sort of just running around yeah. each other. <laughs> Definitely Crichton really comes into his own oh, oh yes grief, yeah. Oh, yeah. he has found his character by yeah this point. certainly he's um i think he more or less nailed it in the first season but this season only builds upon it mm, and mm. his costume is much better his yeah. mask oh, yeah. is much yeah. better yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is the Crichton we come to know in mm. the future and also it all uh this season it does rely a lot on um i'm trying to pronounce his name robert llewellyn's yes. yeah. Yeah. mannerisms and actions not only yeah. as, as i was saying from camille the attempting to swear and attempting to laugh uh, yeah you <laughs> have sparehead free oh yes. yeah mm. who's who who speaks in a northern uh, northern accent <laughs> yeah. as, he's, as he's uh what is it stuck here with my uh cyberboard's gone bandy you ain't yeah. now you were brought into the world a robot <laughs> and you'll die a robot <laughs> very, very funny, yeah. yeah yeah they definitely found mm. out how to write yeah yes. oh, right. really really in this season yeah but that does have the negative effect of meaning that holly is this is the beginning of Crichton the know-it-all yes. yeah. Yeah. Crichton was never meant to be that originally he was a bogbot bogbot yeah <laughs> he, he was a servant yeah he doesn't know about science or anything like that but suddenly he does Holly yeah. almost becomes the satin-nav at this point really doesn't yeah. she yeah. Yeah. she has yeah. very little to oh, do oh uh, there's something on the starboard blow yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's basically it yeah and particularly, you get further on down to White Hole, where Holly really is diminished as character. She, she has an IQ of yeah, 38 or something. Yeah. Mm. She's counting by banging her head on the screen. Yeah. It's, it's funny, but that isn't the Holly we've had before. No, no. no. Norman Lovett Holly was actually pretty smart. He, yeah, played the, uh, the He played idiot. the idiot. Yeah. Particularly in Queek. Yes. Mm. yes. Really yeah. saw how <laughs> smart he really was. What is that? April, May, November, June, January, fall. Yeah. Mm. And now Holly is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not just the Norman Lovett, but the, the persona of Holly as... as I mean, yeah. if, if you look at the season, if you look at the season over, overall, it's a very funny, very good season. But it's the thin end of the wedge of what will become season four, five and six and seven. Yeah, well, we mentioned this last time in the last review of season three. This is the beginning of the end where yeah. they start to bring mm. in aliens. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. The, well, the Gelfs and the Gelf. They're not not alien aliens. They're no. human derived aliens, but and, aliens and, and Waxworld. Yeah. Wax, we- Waxworld. Again, that's the the season finale. Yeah, it is. A, I think it's a very funny. It's a very good episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I acknowledge that. it's the thin thin end of the wedge. Mm. Well, look at the go through them. We've got Camille. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. a, a Gelf, pleasure Gelf. Uh, DNA. We have. Uh, it is a human craft, but a massively advanced mm. human yeah. craft. Just left derelict. Uh, Justice. More human uh, and the simulant, the simulant as yeah. well. You're right. Oh, is that the scene where um, they're trying to hoodwink the uh, simulants? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, that's next season. This one is oh. just this one is just the one simulant. That oh, that's looks, right. Yeah, looks surprisingly like a Borg. Mm, yes, he mm. does. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Chris... or uh, Terrorhawks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Name of the actor Nicholas Nicholas Ball Nicholas something Parsons. No, not Nicholas <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Ball. You're right, there. Nicholas Ball. Ball. I knew it would come. See, I knew it would come there eventually. <laughs> Give me time. Give me yeah. a chance to take a run up at it. Ignore the clickings of the keys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And just also the one with the uh, space mumps. Yes. Oh, yeah, with the big, and the custard. Yeah. Because the, the, the head me... bursts and he's suddenly covered with custard. That made me feel sick. It, again, Classic stuff. It, again, it was fantastic. It was funny, but I'm not sure what it really did with the rest of the episode. It looked like a filler in peace. It, yeah, it went within the first five minutes. And yeah. Forgotten after yeah, it was that. A, yeah, it was a skit. skit. It, was it was a good was, gag, it but, but it yeah. worked. Well, so, I think they drew that particular scene from The Young Ones where uh, Neil has a car. Old. Yeah, mm. possibly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and they put that uh, black bin bag over his head. Yeah, mm. the, nails. the, the, the mm. one yeah. Um, dimension jump I always thought was a bit of a nod to um, Blackadder, Little Flash Harp. Oh yes, <laughs> I always got the feeling that. Arnold A. Schwimmer was their version of Lord Flashheart. Mm. I mean, so, yeah. this, it, it introduced an iconic character. Oh, good grief, yeah. The, you know, mm. so much that they brought him back. A little too often, maybe. Mm. But, no, yeah, I don't know if they were about the same time or not, because I get totally confused about when Blackadder and that mm. was, but mm. I think it was about the same times. Yeah, Blackadder was 1983. Yeah, so I'm not sure if... Ace Rimmer was very sort of bulldog drumming. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure if Ace Rimmer was brought in to placate uh, Christopher Barry, who was getting a little bit peeved off that he was always playing smegheads. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's only great character. He did but, it yeah. really well. Oh, Christ. Very yeah, funny. Perfect. I mean, who can envisage a princess with the name Bongella? <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm afraid I'm going to pass out at him. It's mm. going to be a bit girly, but don't wipe her no hard mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, where was I? Uh, maybe character. some sex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That, that is, again, part of the problem. Mm. We could get that next season as well. But they kept bringing these one-off characters like Ace Rimmer, yeah. and then they bring them back, yeah. like they do with Dwayne Dibley. Yeah. 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 Who comes in next season. Mm. That's the next season, yeah. Like Which I is said, a shame. Cause it's, he... Yeah, it works so well, and they're trying to capitalise on that, the way it worked. And yeah. In some cases, they're just one-shot characters. They work so mm. well because they're so radically different mm. from yeah. what we've seen before. And then they bring back the uh, polymorph. Yeah. yeah. They, this is later season, but it yeah. becomes very obvious, start to repeat themselves. Yeah, as, 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 uh, at the moment, they are on they, a high. They, they are. On, they definitely Everything are. is working. Yeah, but they're again race, uh, Ace Rimmer and... Um, Dwayne yeah, Dibley. Dwayne Dibley. Mm. I mean, they're just alter egos of um, the principal characters. I mean, it's like in the episode where they get split into their sort of good and evil. So. Yeah, mm. that, that was this yeah. season as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's, 
I liked the talky toaster. I remember oh, trying yeah. to drive everyone insane uh, by yeah. making toast. To- yeah, talky toaster. It was white turns. hole. Yeah, who was played by the original Crichton. Crichton, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this has the immortal sequence, the, the Crichton sequence where he's explaining everything, the time jumping around. The white hole, yeah. yeah. So what is it? I'm yeah. going to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> very funny stuff. Classic. Absolute classic uh, yeah. dwarf. yeah. Uh, so what other episodes were there? Uh, so we had White Hole, Dimension Jump, and Meltdown. Is the Meltdown. Mm-hmm. That's the Which apparently is one of the, the least rated episodes amongst the uh, Red Dwarf uh, oh, fans. Mm-hmm. I, is it, I is it, it a rip-off from the film? I think that, that, that was the, Wax Film? The, well, the, there was a film... A Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And they end up a Wax World. Yeah, mm. they, 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 it's a variation, <laughs> sort of semi-rip-off. I but, suppose so. But you, you, it has the gr- uh, great closing credits of Elvis <laughs> singing the theme tune. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be hearing that in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, again, it's... And also, it shows how far Rimmer could go if he's got complete and utter power. Yeah, he goes power mad. Yeah, he goes, he goes completely, completely over yeah. the top, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another side to Rimmer we don't normally see. But no. they they, yeah. they imply it's because he's damaged when yeah. his light spears... He, he got damaged, yeah. ...shoes, but yeah, I but don't know. Poor old Winnie the Pooh sacrificing himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that's it. Again, it's another section of... Mm. Um, it's a great shot, or would have been a fantastically budgeted shot mm. of the firing squad for Winnie the Pooh. Mm. But yeah. it's only told to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure they could have really gotten away with no, that. I know, yeah. I know. I think that, shooting but... Winnie the Pooh <laughs> yeah. on TV would yeah. have been a bit too much. Yeah, a bit traumatic for some yeah. kids. Yeah. We can have Albert Einstein, we could have mm. old Adolf Hitler, mm. we could have yeah. the shooting but not Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh. Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's that type of thing you would have expected from a radio show. It yeah. Been, yeah. It, it, it is virtually yeah, radio. Right. show that it is yeah but great characters in oh that. yeah mm. yeah even gandhi Cali- yeah down give me 50 and caligula unpack yeah. the what is it the the rubber diving suit without the bottom and the bucket of soapy frogs yeah <laughs> tony hawks wasn't it i who, think so yeah he did a lot of red dwarf he, in the he, first he, couple of seasons he's he was the audience warm-up man Yes. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when they recorded it live, mm. he's the Walmart uh, guy. Yeah, he did some voice work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But I think by this point, this season, they they had to start involving other life forms. Yeah. It's a shame, um, yeah. Because there's only so long you can write a programme about three blokes, and I use the word to encompass <laughs> yeah. cat here as well, yeah. and a computer in a spaceship before... You've done everything that well, can conceivably mm. be done. That is mm. one of the reasons why they introduced Crichton in yeah. season three, for another character to bounce off and open yeah. up more possibilities. But then you've got to go, because then it's four blokes yeah. trapped <laughs> in a yeah. yeah, You repeat the same joke. So they, they did need to start it, to bring it, in other characters. It had to go, so, so. Yeah, it had to go somewhere, but... Like I said, the, the downfall that we, we know is coming. Yeah. yeah. It did mm. get too much the other way in sort of like, these are the last sole survivors, except for the 50 billion yeah. other people populating the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Every week they're encountering something or someone. That's it. It's suddenly a very populated universe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, completely if, against the original premise. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me at this point in time, it's is when they should have sat down and rationally thought, despite the BBC wanting it. Can we go on? Can we rationalise another season? Mm. Mm. 
I mean, well, it's yeah. funny stuff, but it, it yeah. is it is away from what it originally yeah, started so, so, to be. Yeah, like I like they said, we've said before, they yeah. are at the top of the game. These mm. are the golden years at the moment. Oh, good grief! And yeah. I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the same. I mean, as you say, probably yeah. <laughs> season three, three, four, and five. I mean, Red Dwarf was very much in it, well, star in its in its ascendancy. Mm, yeah, so. this is yeah. when it became mm. popular. Yeah. Yeah. The first two seasons were, weren't very popular. They weren't that well known, even amongst science yeah. fiction fans. Yeah. I mean, I saw the very first episode and I just thought, mm, I'm not too impressed by this. Really? Yeah, I, I liked it from the beginning. I, no, I, I watched I, it all. When, I think I mentioned this when we were reviewing the first episode. Yeah. Even mm. now, I'm not really impressed with the no. first two yeah. seasons. I, I, I like them, but, but yeah, it's I, different. I yeah. consider them as different series entirely. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw the first two episodes and... It was too blokey for me. Yeah. I mean, uh. okay, I like sci-fi, and you know, if you like sci-fi, you have to expect that it is a bit blokey sometimes. But this was really, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm not going to sit for a season of this. This is just far too blokey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point in time, it is roughly where Who is at the moment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's at the top of its game. It can do no wrong. The BBC. Are... So the, you're saying mm. there's only one way from here. <laughs> well, the it, BBC, true, the yeah. BBC will bend over backwards to get money out of it and, <laughs> and popular. Over. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> pleasure girls. <laughs> Let's but, hope yeah. it yeah. takes as long as it did last time for it to go into its descendancy. <laughs> No, I mean, anyone that's... Even if you haven't seen season one and two, probably season three and season four are the better yeah. ones oh, to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. so if, if you've never yeah. watched it before, these are the seasons to watch. And you don't need to see the no. other ones in you, you, order to actually follow you, the characters you, you because can, of the fact they've changed yeah. so much from each, the first Well, ones. again, each story is self-contained. There's no real plot arc running through Pretty it. No. So yeah. just jump on anywhere. Obviously, mm. in... Justice. There's a reference to Rimmer having caused the deaths well, of the again. Crew. That that goes back. They're they're beginning to retcon history. Yeah. According yeah. to the f- first and second series, it was Rimmer who caused the uh, 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 disaster. It was. Mm. Yeah. 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 And now it's not Rimmer's fault. It, mm. He only believes it was his fault. I think injustice. In yeah, I think Christ managed to get him off in technicality. I think <laughs> it, it still is his fault, but he was able to convince the computer that rumours just neurotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the answer to both of those is yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you notice how the crew was originally 169. Yeah. Is now a thousand. Yeah. And they're they're, they're tweaking many. it. They're not looking at the one. Again, yeah. it's like who continuity? What's that? Yeah. It happens <laughs> to other people. Yeah. It's an inconvenience that gets in the way of a good plot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a comedy program you can forget. Yeah, you, you can let it go. They're still running half an hour, aren't they? The, the uh, Red Wolves mm, at this yeah. point. Yeah, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. about that. Um, I can't think of anything more to say on the whole. No, yeah, it's I, definitely it was an enjoyable watching. one. Please, if you're looking for Red Dwarf, pick anything from this season. Yeah, yep. yep. they're all good. Yeah, mm, very and much. The cats yeah. In all it. Of them are good. Yeah, oh yeah, and the cats in it. <laughs> the cats in it. Yeah. Cats in it. But again, the cat is is still the human cat. He's, he's beginning to. You know, and this one is beginning to modify. You don't get so much of the that's mine, that's mine. That was diminishing a lot in yeah. season three. In season four. It's virtually gone. That's almost entirely forgotten. Mm. There's mention of him having suits and yeah. him bleeding unfashionable colour. And, like, and, and of course, <laughs> again, you have him later with Camille when he only sees himself. Yeah. It reflected. Yeah, but he is a bit of a shadow of his former self, yeah. unfortunately. Barb, anyone that's lived with cats will know that they start to become like their owners. Or is it their owners become like the cats? <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> Do you try to lick yourself? 
No! Stop it! <laughs> Not with my arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get wind to run some liniment in. Misses. So that's it for Red Dwarf 4, I suppose. So in six, seven months' time, we'll be back with Red Dwarf 5. Watch this space, but don't hold your breath. No. We'll try to do a bit quicker, but I'm sure I said that last time. Yep. Said hello to everyone. Oh, oh no, no! no. Oh, we're slacking. Oh, nice. One, two, three. Sweet. Hello, Heather Pertwee. Hello, cardboard Knobnacker. Hello, plastic Knobnacker. Is there anyone else? No, no, not really. Okay, <laughs> I never know. They keep popping out of the woodwork. <laughs> and now we have a thirty-second recommendation by Joshua. Oola, thank you. It's 48 seconds. Oh! Here we go. Greetings, chaps, chapettes. <laughs> Hello. Decapitated chap, cardboard chapette, <laughs> and chap. whoever else you've got in the menagerie at the moment. <laughs> this is Joshua from Sacramento, California. Hello, and Joshua. I have a 30-second recommendation for you. Excellent. So start the clock now. Okay. My recommendation is a podcast called The Who Noobs. Oh, yeah. It could be one of the most original, in fact, I'd say it is, the most original premise for a Doctor Who podcast that I've ever heard, which is two guys who have never watched Doctor Who before in their life and are starting from the beginning with an unearthly child working their way episode by episode and giving their initial reactions on Doctor Who. Check it out. Thank you, yeah. Yes, mm, thank yeah. You. That's, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm surprised that there are people out there who have never watched Doctor <laughs> Who. I, I know someone surprised. at work I had to explain what a TARDIS was. Oh, to. really? <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I stand corrected. I the stand. most amazing thing is these guys have never watched it. Yeah. So why mm. would you choose to do a podcast, podcast on reviewing it. something you've never watched? Yeah. Well, from a fr- that's a safe and fresh, pr- yeah, fresh perspective. You have no idea if you're going to like it or yeah, exactly. you're going to stick with it exactly. or anything. Yeah. Could start a podcast on. They may not like it. They German not... program we've never seen. <laughs> yeah, they might not like it. They I, might I don't not think stick I'd with like it. it. German movies. One thing I wouldn't be able to understand it. Sometimes. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Okay. Can I see Nixa Deutsch? No. <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> Certain German movies. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. go there. <laughs> You're German. We ain't listening on here. Well, we will get banned. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nein, nein. Ein aus, ein aus. Oh, Madnip. Schnell, schnell. Raus, raus. 
Think happy thoughts, Keith. <laughs> Creaking bird. <laughs> right, we have feedback. Thank you. One piece of feedback. Oh, only oh. one piece. Oh, well. It's from Reese. Hello, Reese. By the way, Reese, I listen to the podcast. I do really enjoy it. I will, I will let you know. He I'll says, hello, hello, team. I hello? do hope it's all of you. No. Not tonight. No. no. I'm a little excited at the time of writing because I have just updated my WordPress blog Ooh. and made it more Who-related, and I like it. Yeah. Also, at the moment, I'm a little bored, Aww. but that's just right now. <laughs> and I'll bet I'll find something to do. Actually, I think I may have done. I'll finish oh. writing my stories for you. Oh. you. Oh, yeah. I have my ideas in my head, but not on paper. Oh, yeah. That's going to be difficult. You've got to extract mm, them out. Yes. Yeah. Is this, is this more Mr. Dalek type stories? <laughs> no, no. See. All right. It's more Blade Runner y. It's quite interesting. Oh, right. I'll have to yeah. mm. Now, I might be going well on my podcast with Doctor Who Season 5, yep. but I will be finished soon. So yeah. I have a little question for you and your listeners. What old Who stories shall I review? Send them into my email address. Listen to my show and find out what it is. Okay. okay. Mm. That's enough plugging of my show. <laughs> now, I'll Shamelessly. Com- <laughs> yep. I'd like to comment on a few things raised in you in your older and a few recent ones. One, I agree with Adam that Jim seems to go into the latest season <laughs> determined to hate Matt Smith. <laughs> Please explain nicely why you don't like him. I like him. He's done a great, but maybe that's as an actor. I think he is the Doctor, but we've seen we've seen that. You don't. No, mm. still <laughs> don't. <laughs> Two, and I say this ready to be shouted down. <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. I have said it on Facebook and talked with Adam about it. Stephen Moffat is far too overhyped. I've said it before. No, I won't no, no, be no, shouting no, no, no. you down here, Reese. <laughs> no, no, no. Now no, I can no, see he's a good writer, but apparently now that he's in charge, no one else can. Yeah. You said that on. You said that clearly. He has gone over the scripts and put in some good lines. Come on, you guys. You even said that for really good writers who haven't ever written for Doctor Who, and you make it seem like no one else can write. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. I know this won't be taken very well, but that's what I think. Three. Damn you, you Brits, hey? or maybe Australian TV for having such good TV. <laughs> I haven't seen Sherlock yet. People tell me to, though. Oh, oh yeah, you've got to. Yes. You've yeah, got yeah. to. Sherlock is very, very good. Four, Babylon 5. By that I mean point four and the show Babylon 5. <laughs> Insert the clang, clang, clang here. Okay. I see Midnight on the Firing Line, and it was pretty good. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that wasn't all the best was the CGI. Yeah. And I would True, really yeah. like to have been, you know, been born around the time it came out to get the effect. You want to see the CGI and Silver Nemesis and probably make Babylon 5 look brilliant. (laughs) That's all I can think of for now. So this is the end of my first really long email. I don't normally send in long ones, just a lot per episode. Farewell, Reese. Thank you, Thank you, Reese. Yeah, yeah. I I have to say I will not be shouting him down on the Steve Moffat thing because I I do think Steve Moffat is a bit hyped. uh, Sherlock was brilliant, but I kind of have the feeling he's... Look at some of the great stories of New Who. He's a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean say he's a brilliant producer or can let go to let other people write. No, no. You know... I'm not um, sure to be saying that particularly. But the same thing could be said of uh, Russell T. Because to, to my knowledge, Mr Davis put a polish, a line or word in virtually every script yeah. that he did as well. Yeah. I think this is what producers do yeah. in Doctor yeah. Who. I think yeah. there's an element that there has to be as well, because if you're going to have an arc, I as the producer have an idea where I want to get from A to B. You as a writer will only see your little bit of it, but you won't see what I need to have in your story yeah. to link into other yeah. things to pull that arc in. Mm-hmm. So I can see that there there is 
a need for them to be involved all the way through. It yeah. is that fine line, though, between being involved and saying, I need you to work this into there yeah. somehow and taking over. It was always the way, though, even in old who the script editor would yeah. do a polish on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now not so much a script editor. It's the head It's now the, writer, the, the executive producer. Yeah. I think the problem with Stephen Moffat is, and I can understand where Reese is coming from and I can understand where Gene's coming from and I think I'm feeling a little bit of it myself, is the stuff that we've had Stephen Moffat's name attached to, yep. such as Empty Child, mm-hmm. Blink, yep. Jekyll, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. all Good. been fantastic stories. Yep. Yep. And we're expecting every single episode of Who to be that. Yeah. You can't do that. No. You can't produce a gem every single time. No, 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 no. no, no. And that's what I think... Even he can't when he's writing yeah, his own ones. Yeah, and, and that's what I think he... The in moth I trust has been heralded <laughs> for the past <laughs> year with, with so much anticipation. <laughs> and obviously he's just human and can't mm. supply that. But personally, I think all the ones he's written this season have been at least good. Most of them have been great. Beast Below was probably his weakest. <laughs> but even that was good, I thought. Beast Below hasn't been as bad as some others. that. Mm, yeah. yeah. Eleventh Hour, fantastic, I thought. Pandora Opens, very good. Uh, Big Bang, excellent for me. So far, I don't think we've had any travesties. No, no. No, we've not. I think is the only way you can. We've not had any World War Threes. Yeah, uh, I think it's a bit like it's a bit like a politician when the worst you can say is they haven't made any situation worse. Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah, okay, I'll vote for them a yeah. second time. Yeah. Then. <laughs> I mean, it's a, we're only one season in, plus it's the first season, they're all finding their feet. Yeah. Uh, I think I've said this before, it has very much adhered to what has worked this season, mm-hmm. uh, season five, to what has worked on season four through to one. Yeah. Which is understandable. This is your first time under your uh, your feet under the table. You don't want to destabilise the status quo until you re- no what exactly is mm. going on i'm hoping for more variation next year for episodes to be in a different order for one, one split, to they, the you never yeah. know they yeah. might split, split the entire mm. season in half <laughs> that, that will change dynamic completely yeah yeah it will have to i mean i think that i think one of the concerns that is knocking around generally for next season apart from the splitting it in half is the success of Holmes, Shock. even a genius can't be in two places yeah. at one time and give both of those mm, the same level of attention. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's whether or not one is going to become the poor relation yeah. to the we're, other. We're at the moment, yeah. At the moment, we are heading towards uh, a Josh Whedon situation where mm-hmm. he had Buffy, Angel and Firefly uh, all together, and that was during uh, Buffy season... What is it? Season six, which was a terrible season. Yeah. yeah. It was one it's of the clearly most Firefly seasons. had yeah. his attention. Mm, yeah, yeah. clearly Firefly had his attention, and that was mucked about with... Um, oh, the, the networks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the network. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. basically, Buffy suffered for it. That was pro- uh, season six, in my opinion, is probably one of the worst... Seasons out. See, my concern is he's going to dedicate more to Holmes purely Mm. because who is established and Mm. it has a base audience and it doesn't need, in theory, it doesn't need as much attention or caretaking. It's its own creature which can run, you know, they've got got cast that know what they're doing by that point. You know, you've got directors. 
But the danger with that is if you start to neglect something, that's when it can start to fall slide, below well, yeah, slide. Um, yeah, whereas yeah. In sort of Sherlock is very new, it's very radical. And so obviously so he wants to maintain the momentum yeah. towards new generated by the first uh, three episodes. I think if he had a choice, if he had, if he had to make a choice between the two, I think he'd mm. go Doctor Who. I really do. He's given up so much yeah, to, to take Doctor Who on. He's given up Spielberg film. He's a Hollywood oh, career, yeah. basically. He's yeah. given up to take yeah. Doctor Who on. Yeah. So that's where his love is, clearly. Yeah. Sherlock is his baby, but I think he'd give more of it over to, to Mark Gatiss. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, and as we've seen, he, he, I won't say dictated terms, but terms have been obviously mentioned to the BBC, and they're willing to split the season to accomplish... Uh, Oh yeah, look at what he's done action. in season five. He's he's told him this first episode is sixty five minutes. Give me sixty five minutes. Yeah. And I gave him sixty five minutes. Yeah. This last episode is how long was it? Is more than forty five. Yeah. He he could just dictate to the yeah. BBC. Mm. He's in a very powerful position. Yeah. At, at the moment, with who on such a, a crest? Yeah. So that's got to be where is what he yeah. lies. I'm sure. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, time will tell. Mm, as for B five. Yeah, good luck past the effects. Oh, yes. This oh, is yeah. the very infancy of yeah. CGI on TV. Well, I mean, yeah. what was it? Uh, it was three Amigas linked together. Yeah. It, it was literally home Amiga yeah, home computers. Yeah, home computers linked together. That is the level of their software in season one. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it was heads and shoulders above oh, everything else. Oh, yeah. amazing, and I really, think yeah. that's the problem. We, we, in terms of old sci-fi we still remember the best of the stuff yeah. around. Mm-hmm. But it's like so much. For the for the one or two best series that we remember, there was a lot of dross out there. <laughs> yeah. And so we're comparis- comparing the, the cream with the cream and forgetting mm. all the, the yeah. low-fat well, milk at the bottom. Yeah. That, you know. And dare I mention, going back to a pet subject of mine, I mean, OK, Tron was the very first film to include um, CGI, but nobody remembers The Last Starfighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is mm. the second film to it, yeah. 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 So we are distinctly looking at B5 special effects mm. with rosy glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they do improve markedly over the five years. Oh, yeah. Grief, yeah. oh God, yeah. yeah. I mean, even, even in this day and age, you know, there's a lot of money spent on who... But there are still times where I sit there going, oh, <laughs> green screen, yeah. Oh, yeah. because you can see that kind of, and this isn't mm. even on high definition, <laughs> yeah. you can see that little edge around yeah. the character, the bit, the bit of bleeding yeah. and all the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, the really true, I can't actually tell the difference <laughs> between other than I know that. Yeah, no way could you know, that be that real. Be real. Y- you can still actually see the joins yeah. on special oh, yeah. effects to this day <laughs> some, some of the effects in season five of who were quite ropey yeah yeah but it doesn't really matter no <laughs> i'm willing to suspend it. my disbelief well that's mm. it i think if something's well written and the yeah. characters have captivated you you see mm. past the little imperfections because the story's gripping you to go with it well, in yeah. the same way you suspend your sense of reality yeah. in that i know that aiden parents don't exist and i know you know <laughs> you yeah. suspend it in order to enjoy the story well, so I mean, it goes back to it. if it works narratively i don't care if it's impossible yeah. And back to Silver Nemesis, you were saying how ropey the spaceship effect yeah. looked. Yeah. And I remember thinking it looked really bad back in 1988. Yeah. 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 So people say, look, you wouldn't have thought that at the time. No, we you, did. You do. You do. We did. Uh, and, we, and we still think that now, even yeah. with new stuff. I mean, we love Haunt of Diamond for what it is. <laughs> but even oh, then, we still sat there going... 
it's a paper mache head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even when we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be that way, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. He split his trousers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, I, I really don't know why, but the very first time I saw Matt, I thought, no. I, it's just one of those things, you know, there are people you sit there and you meet once, mm. or you ever see once, you sit thinking... I'm not going to get on with you, and you've never spoken to him or what yeah. have you. I think it's it really. I know fake Keith says it's something about my age, but there are a lot younger actors who I would have happily seen in the part. I think it's just one of those cases of, for some reason, I just took one look at the person and thought, no, I don't, I, no. I don't mm. dislike you, but no, I'm not. You're not struck. doing it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's nothing more than that than that kind of like you know irrationality. And nothing's won me yeah. over. Yeah. It's always going to be an element of personal taste. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think that's really what that. it is. You can't, can't ignore that or get around it. I mean, there's some assistants that I've absolutely loved and people have gone, oh, my yeah. God, you know, yeah. and vice versa. It, it's, it's the old line if you agree, agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Any more, any more, any more feedback? No, nothing else has appeared. No one's mm-hmm. tweeted us or tweeted us mm-hmm. or, or emailed quickly. us or... We love or we do. Please, we love you. Our because we offended so many of our listeners last week with our last podcast with our, our debauchery. That's your and, smutty little and language. Our, I don't, I don't <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> it wasn't me that was going down anywhere. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you want to speak to your missus about that? <laughs> <laughs> See, we've offended them all. That's what it is. Yeah, it must be. Scared them off. Yep. So if you have anything to say to us, whether it be positive, negative, or just having a good old gripe, <laughs> yes, please send in your comments to show at staggeringstories.net. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, there'll be more of the same in the next one. More fun, frivolity, and jollity. <laughs> more who <laughs> on the street corner. <laughs> more news and reviews. More who or new. So until that catastrophic, cataclysmic climax comes splattering down on us. Are you working me. those false teeth in for a horse? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, "Be seeing you." Goodbye. Au revoir. You have been listening to Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number eighty-seven. Featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production for www.staggerystories.net. When, whenever we get hassled, things are beginning to get slightly frantic, and you're pulled away from your job to answer the phone. <laughs> the the <laughs> first thing I usually answer it now is Stonehenge. Due to do it speaking, how may I help you? Uh, sixth level, sixth level of hell. Beelzebub speaking. Your pain, my pleasure. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they go. Uh, What's the other one? Was it Titanic Engine Room? Oh, yeah, Titanic Engine Room. Order anything you want as long as it's with ice. (laughs) Yep. yep. (laughs) Press one to sacrifice a goat. (laughs) You must get one particular name in there. If we're going to offend people and we're related to Doctor Who, there's one name that should be brought up in all offence cases Mary Whitehouse. Yes. Well, there's only one thing I'm hoping for tonight. Mm? There's going to be no reoccurrence of Ironheart!
Pumps. Pumps. <laughs> <laughs> we did the podcast. Uh, we did commentaries for um, Babylon Five. It was. We had um, Mind uh, Wars. Huh. Mind Wars, which has a character called Jason Jason Ironheart, Ironheart in it, mm. and it was going on descending into uh, a, a, far, a detective mm. character or, or you know a, a heroic like- character, and you have Ironside, and then we have Ironheart, and then. Well, I mean, every time Ironheart was appeared on the screen, it was there's Ironheart, ah, and it sort of also <laughs> descended into Barryman, <laughs> oh, Garrison, <laughs> <laughs> and descended from there. So very but, sensible, then. Um, mm, the trouble yeah. is, you, you over there, <laughs> yeah. we're in, we're in this class. Uh, today to learn up more this new computer oh. system that's coming out. Okay, this, you press this button, it does this, and if you do that, it does. That. Yeah. And every now and again, he passes a piece of paper to me with Iron Heart written on it! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation! <laughs> What's that got to do with El Presidente over here? Because he started it. He made us sit down and watch it, and I think he was the first one who who mentioned that it sounds like a heroic character, yeah, like stupid Jason yeah. King or something. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about blasts from the past, somehow or other, we ended up discussing very briefly the topic of the man from Atlantis. Oh, yeah. I'm only a poor little you. I the subject of Dallas and what happened to Bobby Ewing. Someone said, Oh, we would move to Atlantis. To which point came in what? Stingray underwater with a relaxer. I'm not sure what came first, Dallas or Man from Atlantis. Dallas. Dallas. Roughly about the same time. It, when it, when he disappeared, he went off to Atlantis, mm. and yeah. then he turned... That's why he turned up in the uh, shower, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> In-joke, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only a poor little Ewing. Uh, JR keeps on bothering me. <laughs> Sue Ellen's a drunk, her baby's a punk, and Bobby lives under the sea. That's only because he's being over enthusiastic and very energetic. We can't have that. No, in the end, stop it. It's rude. Okay, so we be more blatant then. Innuendo. <laughs> An Italian suppository. <laughs> right, this is this is going to be as bad as last nah. week, isn't it? Oh, not, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Might as well pull all the stops out. So. <laughs> we haven't got fake Keith here, yeah. so it's no. not going to be quite. And so we find the level, and then normal it goes service is resumed. Yeah. We're down to one or the other of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There will be no rude words, such as. Oh, let me think. <laughs> Do you want me to say them? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to have something to bleep out. Oh, well, yeah. Come on, let's Su- see your true gutter snipe. Such as? Yeah. <clears throat> your level. Such as? And I! She's not here, so I'm just fake Keith. Uh, no, just... no, I'm just Keith. I'll do that again. <laughs> right. You lovely person. <laughs> You've been writing to us. Yes, please send in your comments to show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! I'm glad you had the last bit because I'd have said dot com. <laughs> I can't wiggle my nose though. I'm sorry. I don't know why I've got that on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Bewitched. Yeah. <laughs>
I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast, Adventures in Time, Space, and Music. In this podcast segment, we'll sample music from the almost 50-year history of Doctor Who, discussing the technical minutiae involved in the music, how it relates to the story, as well as explore the varied composers and musicians who have worked on the show. If we're lucky, we'll even have some special guests stop in the TARDIS cloisters to reflect on scores from the current and past eras of the show, as well as celebrate the work of these oft-unsung heroes. A brief bit about me. My name is Dr. Philip Cerna. You can call me Dr. Phil as many of my colleagues, friends, and students do. I'm a performer and teacher here in the Chicago area where I received my master and doctoral degrees in music at Northwestern University. On double bass, I perform solo, chamber, orchestral, and contemporary literature. I'm also a performer of early music, on viols or violas da gamba, a family of bowed guitars that were popular in Europe from the 15th through late 18th centuries. I became interested in Doctor Who in the 1980s and hope that my musical background will help me give something back to the show I've loved ever since. I hope that you'll join me on this journey through the rich and varied musical history of Doctor Who. Let's start our adventures together, shall we? If you'd like to find out more about my other projects, specifically on vials, please visit thegombacast.org. To get in touch, please consult the show notes to email me directly or to contact me through Twitter and Facebook.